There is a market for almost anything that you can think of and expect that others have also thought to penetrate the market of their choice. The ultimate question is how to stand out among these competitors. How do you make your brand known, capture the interest of the audience, and convert it into sales? Tune in as Mike Peterson talks with Pat Helmers on making an impact as a brand, the importance of marketing and testimonials, and everything you need to know about marketing and sales. I want to welcome you to the Dominate Your Market podcast, where we interview leaders, CEOs, founders, and high-impact business development professionals to get their insights on how you can grow your business efficiently, build an amazing company, and still have a life. Today's guest is Pat Helmers. Pat is a former software engineer and inventor turned tech startup entrepreneur and consultant. Pat owns Habanero Media, an agency for business podcasts, and hosts two podcasts, Sales Babble, I love that name, and Cannabis Advocate while writing a new book titled The Tao of Sales Babble. We'll have to talk about that as well. He's also the co-founder of Fox River Sensors, a tech company that provides predictive sensor solutions for equipment outages. Pat, welcome to the show today. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. What an Holy honor. Crap, that was, a, that was a little bit of a tongue twister with all you got going on there. So you'll have to yeah. uh, later, <laughs> later in the pot. <laughs> Later, yep. later in the podcast, you'll have to uh, uh, break those all down. Holy smokes. Uh, talk about multitasking or uh, ADD. I don't know. One, one or the other. Well, it's just part of being old. You do a lot. But if, <laughs> if you get this far. <laughs> well, I don't know. A lot of old people kind of start winding down the other way. So oh, I think, I think you're, you're going the opposite direction. Yes, I am. Yeah, that's pretty funny. But uh, podcast host. So I can I can relate to that. Uh, I'm on podcast number two for me. I had a big dental podcast for a while, 80 or 90 episodes. Now I'm on, I'm on a much funner, much more enjoyable business podcast. Uh, so uh, very, very much enjoy it. But since you're so cemented in podcasting, tell me, what, what do you think the business angle is for a podcast, right? Like for, a, and then talk about like the types of businesses that you think might be, is it all businesses? Is it certain kind of businesses? Let's get into that a little bit. Yep, you know, podcasting, a lot of people start podcasts as a passion project. And I don't know if that's how you started, Mike, in the dental podcast. Business, business, business. But there are people who say, oh, podcasting is very hot. I, I need it for my business. And you and you talk to them. And they have they have no idea how to integrate it as part of their brand, as part of a as as a marketing channel, right? To somehow get leads or to generate revenue or somehow. And 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 I've found there's a couple, I've done it a couple ways. Um, one is, uh, my sales babble podcast is pretty popular and I get, I get a lot of downloads every month and I've been able nice. to have sponsors on that and oh, advertise wow. and advertisers on that. So, um, so that's, that's how most people think of making money on podcasts. Kind of like they do think of YouTube, YouTubers, you know, influencers yep. and things like that. But very, very few people are at that Joe Rogan level of making oh, buku bucks, you know. <laughs> and it, re it requires you to have a big audience, you know. So, yeah. Um, but a better way of doing it with a little small audience, and is that if you treat your guests, if 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 you think about who your ideal client is, mm -hmm. and interview people who are like that about problems that they have, not necessarily about your business, but about their business and the challenges that they have then that actually creates a network within that of people that you can potentially sell. So if I have you on my podcast, Mike, I could say you and I talk, we laugh, we tell a few jokes, we tell some stories. It's interesting content for the listeners. 
Yeah. At the end, we can tr- I can turn it into a sales call, and you invariably ask, "Well, what's Abadero Media?" And yeah. And, just, and, and next thing you know, we're we're, we're good buddies. Uh, you, we've, we've broken through that trust thing, right? The no like trust thing. And I, I know people who have podcasts that nobody listens to, but they use it as a mechanism to build to fill their pipeline. Well, I'll tell you, um, and even go back to the, the the demo podcast I did. I can count on less than one hand how many no's I got when I invited people. Absolutely. Than, I mean, like who's <laughs> who is going to say now? Now I had I had a couple of people. Got got you know I, I'm a I'm a pretty edgy guy. I, I don't know. Have you read my book? By the way, if not, I'll send you one. I, I do. I have that book. Oh, you do. I have that book. I well, believe. I'm waiting for that Amazon review then, dude. Well, what are you well, doing, bro? I think it was a year or two ago, wasn't it? No, no. This has only been out three months. A, oh, no, I don't have that book. Okay, I'll send I'll, me that book. Send me I'll that send, book. I'll send you a copy. But um, gosh, now now I just oh, so so <laughs> I, I have no I have no problem putting anybody on blast, right? Like, mm-hmm. and I, but I won't do it. I won't do it. I got two people that were medium sized guys, and they want for this podcast. They want to know my numbers and what your downloads and what your reach and what your this and what your that. And I'm like, bro, we're not a good fit. I, I literally said that to him. I go, we're not a good fit. Like, like, come on now. Who, who the hell are you? Really? And then a gentleman I had this morning, which I won't say his name, phenomenal guy. And he's a big name guy, at least in, in my, my genre of marketing and, and, and all of that. And he was the greatest guy. Like, I got goosebumps. Just the greatest guy. And he was awesome. And he's, he's exited a couple of companies. He's written seven books, blah, blah, blah. And these two people that said no to, the, to, my, to my podcast, damn them. I, 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 I literally came back to him and I said, yeah, thank you very much, but we're not a good fit. I mean, yeah, I, I, I don't get, it's about quality, not quantity. Well, it's exactly, you know, hey, that, that sounds like online dating. Should we talk about that a little bit? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding, by the way. I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, we didn't know this podcast was going to turn like this, did we? Oh, it, does, it does all the time. Me out of the way. Well, you know, I've always told people when I, when I get a guest on, you know, I always say, give me a couple of topics you want to talk about. Mm-hmm. And then when I get on, I say, okay, this could go a whole different way. So be ready. Because I'm just that guy that I'll take it and I'll, I'll go with 360 on it. Yeah. And, and there, it's an interesting take on that. And I've, my podcasts have mostly been like that too, but I commonly will have four or five questions in my head that I'll, that I'll ask people. And it's interesting listening to real news podcasts and real professionals do this and, and hear how they like really kind of dig in and make sure that right story comes out. Sure. Um, But there is also something to say, what I tell people is it's almost like you and I are at the Starbucks. Fireside chat. We're talking, we're, we're sitting over a cup of coffee. We're just chit-chatting about marketing and, and sales and business and stuff we're both passionate about. And, and the listeners, like that next table over, and they're, oh, they're leaning in. Oh, yeah. But they oh, never yeah. say anything. Sure, sure. Well, you know, and, um, and I do agree with you. I think there's a, a tiny point to stay focused. And I've got my questions in front of me here. And, and I'm always thinking, yeah, I don't need to talk about my strategy to my listeners here, but I'm always thinking, bring value to the listeners, right? And because uh, one of my big pet peeves, and I'm going to get off this topic because we're doing it right now, is right. When, when podcast people just ramble. And, you know, you read the title, oh, blah, 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 how to do blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, for the first 10 minutes, they're just 
talking about yeah. ski, skiing or water, whatever they're talking about, right? So Luck, luckily the app's got that little button where you press 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Boy, 30 I'll seconds. tell you what, I, I do it all the time. I press that button all the time. But so let's talk about, so give me an idea of when you think of podcasting for a business, is there a certain kind, I mean, you know, I've got clients that are in the manufacturing. I got clients that are in construction, you know, industrial, you know, I'm, I, I'm going to guess some of those probably aren't a good fit, but maybe you can twist it a little bit, but you tell me. Like I've got a client who sells software to people who manage properties, which is a, which is a big business, but they have a podcast that's not on their software. It doesn't talk about that. It talks about the problems that property managers have. So, so, so it's, so it's HR issues, it's client retention issues, it's marketing issues. Think, think about all the things it takes to run a business. That's what property management people have. That's the issues that they have. So they give a podcast that gives Hmm. them exactly that, but it's sponsored by them. So invariably that creates a network of people who may ask, well, tell us about your software. What's your software do? Or that's pretty slick. And, and, and like I always say, sometimes everybody I talk to, I assume everybody I talk to is not a, a customer or potential, even a potential customer for me. But I do assume that everybody I'm talking to knows somebody who is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you ask people, uh, and, and they're really good at this, they think, who do you think we should have on the podcast? Who should we be talking to? And, it, and it's, it gives you create an opportunity for you to really grow your network. I have certainly done that with my cannabis podcast, which I know nothing about up until the last few years. Hmm. Um, it's a business podcast. It talks about the unique problems <laughs> that it has running a business in that sector. There's banking hmm. issues, regulation issues, licensing issues, can't go over state borders, lots of weird things like that. And I, I just started it last summer, summer of 2021. And I know tons of people in that business now. I've learned a ton about it. And it's from it just from interviewing people on the podcast. Uh, it gives me an excuse when I go to a conference to like chit chat with people and shake hands. Like people like me and they, 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 they introduce me to other people. It's allowed me to get very, very deep into it. And um, podcasting is just awesome. But <laughs> yeah, well, you know, if you think about it, um... Now it takes time and resources, but you can bootstrap it. You know, I bootstrap mine for the most part, but, but when you think of a, any company, they could have a podcast. It's not very like aggressive, meaning like, like you and I, like we're doing lots of episodes, right? Like I'm, I'm recording mm-hmm. three today, four today, three tomorrow. That's a lot. But, but you take a, a, a company that maybe isn't a, isn't what you would think is a normal fit for a podcast. But if they did it strategically, and here's my here, here I come in with mm-hmm. business development strategy now, they could interview all their ideal clients. Yes. Their current clients. Yes. Make them all look like rock stars. Yes. And then, then promote it and then tell them to promote it. Yes. And you know, so that could be a way that that you might think, you know, I don't know, manufacturing. Well, gosh, who cares? Who cares? People but, manufacturing care. And there's thousands of manufacturing companies thousands of them. So really you could think very strategic about it and go, now, wait a minute. And you, and there's probably somebody in your company that's a technophile. That's a, you know, that's a social media person. Well, yeah, I'll give it a, I'll do that. You know? And then they, they, all of a sudden you're doing, and maybe you're doing only a couple of episodes a month. That, and that's what most of my clients do two a month. Okay. Two a month, two a month. Yeah. Okay. 
But that no, would I, be not about you and I. I do, I do one every week for sales okay. babble, and for the cannabis one, I do one to two a week. Okay. So it's a lot. Yeah. It, it it's a lot. I'm in growth mode right now. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm in full blown. But anybody who knows me knows I'm 100 miles an hour anyway. So it's just. But, uh, two, but two a month's cool. Two two yeah. a month's fine. But, because think about it. That means at the end of the year. You have 24 really 24. great pieces Ooh. of content, 24 great pieces of content, and the opportunity for you to have a really good conversation with these people and ask them, you know, who do you think I should talk to? You know, ask them for, you know, for references, ask them for referrals, ask them for a testimonial, ask them there all, all kinds of things you can you can do in that opportunity. Well, well, what about even like think about this? Like, what about and we do we do this for mine? You get a video snippet. Or multiple, you know, repurpose the content. So let's say, let's say you're you're you got a client on, and it's like a great mm-hmm. client of yours, and you've been years you've worked together, and you just start chatting with them, but all of a sudden they blurt out something about you, your your company, like, you know, God, what I really was great about you guys is blah 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 blah, and God, I I'm not going anywhere else. Bing, there you go. There there's your little snippet right there. Put that on the website. Put that on social media. Put it everywhere. So really, you can you can repurpose the content so over many and over again. Yeah, yeah. It, it's such a it's a yeah. Podcasting is uh, I think a lot of people don't take it serious enough, um, and I think the production value for a lot of them. I mean, I'm not saying mine's mediocre at best, but I'm all about the content, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I, I'm not really worried about this fancy studio and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. at the same time. One thing I want to talk to you about too that I think is really important, and you said it just uh, a couple of minutes ago, with podcasting um, branding, and you say, oh, like a lot of people, you know, they're not getting it right and they're screwing it up with branding. And I'm all about branding. And if you look at mine, my the name of my podcast is the name of my what, my book. So I there you go. So it's all and it's yep. all there, there's a strategic yep. move there. So tell me how like how how are people doing it wrong? Like, and don't call anybody out. And then, and then how can people do it right when it comes to branding? It, then this, this conversation actually has nothing to do with podcasting. Okay. <laughs> it's a, a lot of people don't really fully understand who they are and what they're about. And that's yes. what your brand is. Your, your brand is, is the, 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 the problems, the challenges that you address and how you solve it in a way that differentiates you from everybody else. That that's that's really your brand. So uh, that's your value proposition, right? Once you can once you can nail down your value proposition, you know that I help these kinds of people in this set of situations, problems by providing this product or this service so that they experience this set of benefits, right? Most people can't say that something like an elevator pitchish kind of thing um, that that clear. That is the essence of your brand. And once you kind of get your brand down, then everything, everything comes around that. So if I know exactly who my ideal client is, now I know who my ideal guest is, say, for a podcast. Yes. Right? You know, if I understand the, the, the challenges and the aspirations that, my, that my, potential, my, my prospective clients have, I know exactly the questions to ask them in a podcast. Just like you were trying to qualify a prospect in a in a in a sales call, sure, you know, and try try to schedule them up. Like you got this kind of problem, oh, you do. Interesting, and you got this kind of issue, oh, you do. That's interesting, <laughs> right? Yeah, you're, you're asking sure. these questions when they're saying no, no, no. 
uh, they're not qualified. You're never going to sell them, and neither are they ever going to listen to your podcast, right? So right. if we do, so if we do, um, so if we do a manufacturing um, podcast on injection molding, which sounds pretty boring, right? But mm-hmm. there are tons of injection molders in yep. in, the, in the United States. I don't know if anybody has a podcast on that, but those are the kinds of questions you would ask. You know, t- tell me about the molds. T- tell me about your breakdowns. T- t- tell me about some of the issues you have when some of the products are made. What kinds of plastics yeah. are you? What kind of people care about that kind of stuff? Well, and if you think about it, you know, this has been um, a term that's been overused and brutalized, niche down, niche down, niche down, niche down, yeah, tighten, yeah, yeah. tighten, tighten. But I do agree with that, that like, let's say it, it, injection molding, right? So let's say there is a thousand injection molding companies out there in the US, whatever, right? I don't know. I'm just pulling that number out. But, but so there's, the, yeah, there, there's your market, right? So, so if you did a podcast and it literally was about injection molding, I mean, and all of a sudden the word got out and you were promoting it on LinkedIn and on the social media, you would be the dominant leader in it because of that, that positioning. Right. Yeah. And, and I think the podcast, but I know you never good, but you might, but you may only get a hundred or 200 listeners, but, but, but the, but it doesn't matter because Mm -hmm. if you sell injection molding machines, where are you going to advertise? That's the only place to advertise is on that podcast. Right. Well, and you know, I, I think the way I look at podcasting too, is that, that it, it, it allows you to, to show your voice to, to, and again, that can go back to branding, but you know, so uh, when you've, when you've created a podcast and let's say you've got enough episodes out there now where it's getting a little bit of traction and, and people are listening to it. Now you've got a, a reference source to where, you know, if you've got, let's say an ideal client and you speak to them and just say, Hey, have you heard my podcast? Oh, I didn't know you had one. Well, you know what, based on what you're talking about, let me send you this episode here. Have a listen. Wow, you send that off to them, right? And now they hear who you are. Now, again, I always say this about me. I'm not for everybody. I'm I'm a raw, edgy, in-your-face kind of guy. I'm I'm not too empathetic, unfortunately. So I can be empathetic when I need to be. But but you know what happens is is you end up connecting with your ideal people, and when they see that personality come out on a podcast, they're like, "That's the guy I want to talk to." Right. You know, so it's it's a it's a closer kind of right. It's definitely a tool for sure. People buy from people they they trust, right? No, like trust. That's the old yeah. that's the old saying, right? So I want to ask you the Tao of sales. The Tao. Let, let's, let, let's, <laughs> let's get into all of this. I mean, just explain it. Tell me the pivot, the reason behind it. Just fill me in with 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 all of the above. Well, first off, it's pronounced with a D, but it's spelled, spelled with, with a, a T. I, I don't know why. Dao. It actually okay. has something to do with how Chinese is translated into English. Okay. Yeah. And what people did a long time I ago and what corrected. they don't. No, it's goofy. It, it, it's, a, it's a common mistake. I, I don't get it. Um, yeah. So I'm a big proponent for Taoism. Um, and what... And there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff out there in business that talks about this. Like, Mike, did you ever read Sun Tzu's and the Art, Art of War? Uh, I skimmed that. I was told many times to read that book. <laughs> He's a Taoist, right? Right. right. So, so there's a lot of stuff. There's a guy named Lao Tse wrote a book like 2,000 years ago in, in wow. China, and it was all about it's all about this all, all about business kind of stuff. Hmm. And um, 
many, many years ago, I saw an article in the Wall Street Journal that talked about leadership. And um, in fact, I still have the, uh, the little I still have the little article today. Oh, wow. look at that. I mean, you, you, you pull right up on the screen. <laughs> yeah. This guy, Everett Sutters, the late, the late, he said, the philosopher Lao Tse suggested that to lead people walk behind them so that when the best leader's work is done, the people say, we did it ourselves. Oh, geez, that's pretty good. That's pretty and good. I, and I had just gotten promoted to management and I'm reading that like, Damn. Yeah. That's the kind of guy I want to work for. That's the kind of guy people are going to want to work for me. Mm -hmm. And I love that so much. I really integrated that. And that's the kind of boss I became. Mm. That, and that, that's just who I came. And I just, it just blew me away. But um, a few years later, I actually got a copy of the book where that came from and I started reading it. And the more I read it, the more I'm going, ah, this has everything to do with business. This has everything to do with sales. Hmm. And then, and I didn't start out as a sales guy. I, I come from the tech space. I was an engineer. But um, when I went to work for a startup, we, we needed somebody to do sales. So I said I would do it. <laughs> and I became a, I became a sales guy um, and the VP of sales. And, and the more I did selling, the more I came to the realization that this Taoism stuff just totally fits. Um, if it's okay with you, can I give you some examples? Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Like, like you, you, these are quotes like you see on Google all the time, and you wonder where they come from. It came from this guy. This guy. Hmm. Here. Like it says, um, here, 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 here's a classic one. Like, um, here it is. Water is soft, yet it can cut through the hardest of rock. I've heard that one before. That's intense. Right. So you think if you take, you take your hand, wow. you put it in a buck of water, the water moves away and you have no problem putting it in or out, right? But it's six million years, water cut a 300 mile long Grand Canyon, 4,000 feet deep, wow. right? With tenacity. Think about mm. what that means in sales. One of the biggest problems sellers have is on average, I've seen the studies say they follow up twice. They don't have the tenacity to keep following up. Yeah, I yeah. got a sales call. I swear, I swear, I swear to gosh, right now tomorrow because because i've been following up with a guy for five weeks you know somebody got met six months ago mind you so this is like like the first time you know i sent an email didn't hear from sent another email didn't hear from him left a voicemail left another voicemail left another voicemail for a guy that works with him and then finally friday so when, when, when their subordinates calls me up and says we'd love to have you come in if i hadn't been the water slowly chipping yeah. away with tenacity I, I i wouldn't be going to that meeting tomorrow not crazy that's what Lao Tse says Lao Tse says be like water hmm that's i like that analogy that's very good here's another one if you realize that all things change there's nothing you will try to hold on to if you are not afraid of dying there's nothing you cannot achieve Wow. See, I... See, this applies in tech. How many times are we selling tech? Right? There's two kinds of tech. That which is out of date and that which you can't get yet because it hasn't been released. Mm. So we're always on the precipice of, of becoming a dinosaur. 
And salespeople are the canary in the gold in the, in the coal mine. They're the they're the first people to, to to know whether or not look this stuff's not selling anymore. The benefits aren't there anymore. Competition's got something better. Something else is going on. And great companies listen to their salespeople and use that knowledge to pivot. And if they don't, the first people to leave that company are the salespeople. Sales guys, yeah, they're like, I'm done. Yeah, right. Wow. So, so if you're not, you have to you have to not be afraid of dying. And hanging on to that product or that thing that you know made you so rich, but not you gotta. We see this happen in Facebook right now. Oh boy, ooh baby, <laughs> it, 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 you know. And I've never, I've, I've never, ever been a fan of Facebook. Really, this whole entire time, I've never really liked it. Um, you know, and back when I had a digital marketing agency, we had we had a, a team member that ran Facebook ads, and I just was like, this is what is this? What is this, right? Meaning I was very unhappy, the quality of the leads, all this stuff. Well, here we go, right? And, you know, here it's so go. funny. A, a, a good a mentor of mine years ago when Facebook just came out, he was the number three guy at Intel. So you can imagine how high up he was, right? And he was a, he was a, a client of mine probably 10 or 12 years ago, just a really brilliant guy. Got to know him super, super well. And when Facebook came out, he said this to me, and I, I swear to God, he said this to me. He goes, Facebook won't last forever. It will be a shadow of itself quicker than you, you, you know. You know. And it's sure they've been around a while, so I'll give it to him. But he says billion-dollar companies go away all the time. So you know, not to yeah. say that Facebook's going to disappear, and I don't want to digress in the podcast, but yeah. you kind of lit me up on that because I, I, yeah, I, 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 could, I could go on there, but we shouldn't. We shouldn't pivot on that. Exactly. But I have a, I have a, I have a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. On what they should do. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, can I do another one? Yes, go 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 one more. Let's, let's <laughs> I'm go. very excited about these. Let's go one more. <laughs> okay. He who talks more is sooner exhausted. Ooh, that you know what's funny? I'm gonna tell you something <laughs> funny about that. I'm gonna tell you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna own my shit right right now. So uh, I'm very passionate. And I've been known on sales calls and things to do a lot of the talking. And right, you know, out of, out of, of course. Don't, don't, don't do that. Okay, don't okay, do for that. You, for you listeners, Pat's shaking his finger at me for the <laughs> listeners out there right now. If you don't watch this video. And I will agree with you 100%, right? And this is something that is challenging for me because I'm a, I'm a dominant. I'm a, I'm passionate. I'm, and it, you have to step back. And I will tell you the funny part, and then I'll end this topic. You said the one that talks the most gets exhausted or whatever gets tough. I am exhausted after a call, truly. And I'm a guy that works out seven days a week. And you're exhausting your client, your prospective client. It's crazy. Because they they may not feel heard. Yeah. Because lots of times, if you do this right, in in Taoism, there's this whole notion of wu-wei called actionless action where you don't do a lot of stuff but it just kind of happens oh man you know like like this idea that it's hard for me to remember to follow up and all that what if i just learn how to use a crm and let it remind me so so i don't even have to think right when i show up in the morning i can just call these people got to do this and then i'm done for the day you know but people don't do that they like they're sloppy right action woo way actionless action just kind of allowing things to happen in a Mm -hmm. great sales you just let people talk. Let them tell you. They'll tell you everything yep. they need to know. And lots of times, 
even if you've never pitched your thing one bit, if you've talked to them for 45 minutes, like sometimes it takes that long sure. where they start opening up their hearts. Like you're mm-hmm. a therapist yeah, yeah, just yeah. telling you all this stuff. This is B2B sales, right? Then you go, I think I might be able to help you. And they're like, really? That would be awesome. I'm dying to see what you got. Right. Because it's clear. It's clear that you understand me from that. You let me talk that you ask such great questions. Really? You're just saying, well, what's your biggest problem? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. How but, does but, that but, hurt the business? And yes, right. You know, but you know, you know what's know. interesting? So th- this Taoism you're talking about, I like that angle. That's pretty cool because it's woo, it's woo way. Yeah, woo way. it's actionless it's, action. Yeah, well, you know, there's so many sales books out there, and I know a lot of salespeople that are really good. I mean, these and their mm-hmm. books are amazing, by the way, amazing books. But I think when you can put your own twist on it, and that's really we're we're in a, an, an age of of massive uh, information consumption. Right, right. Every day, a new book's coming out. Every day, I knew this is coming out. I knew that's coming out. And so, how, how do you differentiate? You know, put your voice on it, right? And then put your twist on it. And then, and you're going to attract a certain market that likes that twist that you put on it. Yep. And so, that's what you're doing, which I think that's is what I'm doing. I mean, I blogged cool. on this a few years ago. I start, I've started, I turned my podcast around on this uh, a year ago. And I'm, well into the book right now. You That's know, awesome. I'm actually starting the launch. Um, actually visiting you to a certain degree is starting the launch. That, that, well, <laughs> well, now, now, do you have, um, we're winding down the podcast and mm-hmm. I, uh, two questions I want to ask, ask you. Mm-hmm. Number one, since we're talking about books, what's a book that you've read recently or in the last six months or so mm-hmm. that you were like, wow, this was a really good book because every mm-hmm. episode I do, I want to let our listeners know of a book, you know, and not so, oh, think and grow rich or blah, blah, blah. But, you know, does it have to be a business book? No, just a book, just a book. I love Doug Tallamy's The Last Best Effort or Last Best Chance. I read that book this summer and it's about this whole notion that called Homegrown National Park. And it's about how we need to be planting our cities with indigenous plants. And that's one of, the, and that we can really turn around the environment if everybody just took like a five, 10 foot, oh, wow. just a little bit of block, just a little bit of there, get, get, remove some of the lawn and just start planting the plants that are indigenous to wherever you live. Man. And the insects and the grubs love them because that's what birds love to eat. If, if the, the bugs are happy, the birds are happy. If the birds are happy, the mammals are happy. And that's the, you know, and that's all the stuff that we eat. Right. We eat all the the vegetables and all of that. So I love that book. Uh, Another one was Lewis and Clark's uh, Undaunted Courage. Um, Hmm. It was the history of Lewis and Clark. It's like in many regards, it's about a startup company. (laughs) Well, that's cool. That's a really great. Sorry, I go I can go on all these books. No, yeah, no, no, so no. I'm a reader. I'm a reader. So yeah, yeah, well, you know, and mine are mostly sales, personal development, mm-hmm. marketing. Yeah, that's um, personal development is a big one for me. Mindset, all oh, of that stuff. I've read a ton of. I, I, I have so many. I've had so many guests on my podcast on this. Many of them very generously gave me books. Some yeah. of them are just absolutely amazing. Just really, really, really good. Yeah, I'll send you a copy of mine for sure. I'll, I'll put it in the mail in the next couple of days. But okay, so Pat, if anybody wants to find out about you, your contact information, give it all out right now. This is your chance. It's just super easy to get a hold of. Okay. 
They can go to my podcast at salesbabble.com. Salesbabble.com. Okay. Right, right. And they can sign up for the launch for the for for the for, for the book. Um, I'm easy peasy to find on LinkedIn, Pat Helmers. I'm and I think that's how you and I yeah, uh, sure. uh, yeah. got this going here. Um yeah, it's uh there would be that that I, I would love to hear from them, love to hear what they're thinking, especially if any of them have ever had some thoughts on this kind of this kind of topic. Oh, I'm sure you'll probably get a, a few people that will connect with you. This is very, if you are ready to take that next step where you've read all of the, the how-to books, spin selling, challenging selling, all those Everything. ones, right, all right, all those. Lots of them. And you're ready to like really integrate it more deeper into your heart and take go to that next level. This is the book. Love it. Love it. Well, Pat, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we will definitely get this promoted on LinkedIn and get it out there for sure. We're probably about a couple of weeks out right now, but thank you again for your time. I so appreciate it. I've, oh, this has been an honor. Thank you, Mike. Thank you very much. You've just listened to the Dominate Your Market podcast with CEO, business consultant, and author, Michael Peterson. Growth-minded CEOs hire Michael to explode their revenues, build an amazing company, and create a transformational mindset that encapsulates growth, success, and ultimately, happiness. His book, Dominate Your Market, is creating quite a stir in the marketplace. Go to dominateyourmarketbook.com and get your first chapter free.